Welcome to part two of Health System CIO's interview with Ryan Smith, CIO at Intermountain Healthcare. In this segment, Smith talks about the delicate dance required to maintain a successful partnership with vendors, what brought him back to the organization where he started his healthcare career, and how leaders can ensure the digital transformation we've seen in recent months maintains this momentum. As much as 80% of patient information is unstructured and stored outside of an EMR, Highland Healthcare helps complete the patient record by consolidating and connecting this unstructured content to core clinical systems. With a full suite of content services and enterprise imaging solutions, Highland gives clinicians a single view of all documents and medical images associated with the patient via the EMR, enabling more informed health decisions and improving patient outcomes. Highland Healthcare. See your whole patient. Visit highlandhealthcare.com to learn more. Now, when you look at how the CIO role has evolved, we really do hear much more now about relationships and you know, being able to, to uh, have strong relationships both with business and clinical leaders, but then also vendors. And um, just want to get your, your thoughts on uh, what it takes to, to be able to do that and why it's so important. Yeah, so that's a great question, and I think for CIOs today in healthcare, a fundamental business understanding of the transformation that's happening in our industry is crucial. Mm-hmm. You know, understanding payment reform, understanding what's happening coming down from the Fed in terms of measures and uh, quality requirements and everything else. I mean, this is an industry under intense pressure to transform itself. Mm-hmm. And I think CIOs to be relevant today have to understand that. And, and as you mentioned, Kate, really need to be able to partner with business and, and clinical leaders across the organization to really align and even drive to not just be a glorified ticket taker as the rest of the organization is coming up with strategies, but to be an integral part of that strategic decision-making process to help other executives across the, the company and board members even understand the opportunities that we have to leverage data, to leverage digital and technology, to really drive our growth strategies, to really drive cost management initiatives, to really drive quality and operational outcome improvements, and and ultimately our our patient and and consumer experiences as well. Technology and data is going to have such a massive impact on all of those things that it's my job and it's my team's job to really help enable the rest of the business to take full advantage of what those things can really offer in in our own initiatives to transform ourselves. Mm And you also mentioned vendors. I'm a big believer that we want fewer but more strategic vendor partnerships. And and I don't use the word partnership loosely nor lightly. It's really crucial for kind of realizing this one plus one equals three or four or five kind of an equation to be able to take advantage of what both organizations have to offer, you know, around what our mission is really trying to, to accomplish. And I have learned that if you can partner with the right vendors, they can do a lot for helping us really advance forward in, in a rapid kind of a manner, you know, versus trying to build and integrate all of this technology and data ourselves. So I, mm-hmm. I find that's a, a really key thing. Yeah. And have you seen an evolution in that just as far as the interactions or relationship between IT leaders and vendors over the years? 
I have, and I have actually taken that on as almost a mentoring aspect of mine, both with my own leaders as well as almost consulting other DIOs and other IT leaders across the industry to start thinking about vendors in a new light. Um, I think for way too long, we have viewed vendors in sort of this master-servant kind of a relationship, you know, where they're just there to serve us and, and we're just there to try to eke out every pound of flesh cost-wise that we can out of them, right. et cetera. And that, that really doesn't translate into a healthy kind of a relationship. If we're looking at a true partnership, it's got to be mutually beneficial, you know, to both parties involved. And that takes time and effort to be able to do that. And, and quite frankly, not every organization, every healthcare organization out there is well-suited to be a great partner to vendors. And, and not every vendor out there is, is well-suited to be a great partner to clients that they serve. And so it, it really does take a, a bit of a dance to discover and find those kind of relationships out there where not only do they have the right technology, but they have the ability to partner in a really meaningful way. Yeah. Okay. So you'd spent quite a while at Intermountain. Can you talk about uh, what it was that really made you interested in this role and in coming back to the organization? You bet. You know, so I I joined Intermountain 26 years ago as a fledgling (laughs) software engineer. Well, as actually still a senior at the University of Utah studying computer science, uh, pretty much my entire senior year still left to go. And and I remember to this day, Larry Grandia, who was Intermountain's first CIO, how he was able to inspire leaders and inspire his staff around really this common vision for how data and IT systems could deliver on this promise of advancing clinical quality and outcomes in, in our industry. And, and of course, Intermountain is really the pioneering institution around a, a lot of clinical decision support and, and leveraging IT systems and data very early on to improve clinical outcomes and, and clinical quality. And, and I remember thinking to myself, watching Larry as he operated within our organization at Intermountain, but also following him kind of on the national stage Mm -hmm. and thinking to myself how great it would be to be able to have that kind of influence and be able to function at that level to be able to, for lack of a better word, influence the direction of technology like he did. And I'll tell you what, that's always been a, a huge inspiration to me in my personal career development and the path that I have tried to pursue in my career. And, and you know, that's resulted in realistically probably needing to leave the organization for a while to mm-hmm. assume the CIO reigns elsewhere and, and to get that experience. But I'll tell you, it was always sort of a, a dream of mine. Didn't ever know if I would realize that or not, but to mm-hmm. be able to function at that kind of a level here at Intermountain Healthcare. Mm-hmm. And so as you can imagine just how excited I am to be able to, you know, what feels like come back home basically and, and be in this kind of role and to work with such a fantastic leadership team that, that we have here at Intermountain that's so supportive of what we're trying to get done and was progressive in terms of the strategic agenda, et cetera. So I'm, I'm just really excited to be able to align and partner around the vision and, and the mission of what Intermountain Healthcare is all about. Right. Yeah. I mean, it certainly has a reputation of being pretty forward thinking and that emphasis on innovation. And I think that that's something that's really starting to uh, catch fire more in the industry. Right. Yeah, no doubt about it. And Intermountain, you know, in many ways has, has been one of those innovative 
pioneers in so many ways. You, you see that with some of the different joint ventures and relationships that we have and businesses that we've helped to build. And so it's exciting to be able to be part of that again and, and you know, to help bring some of my experience from outside of Intermountain now to, to bear on helping to support those types of initiatives. So again, just really I'm humbled and excited for the opportunity. Right. And uh, I imagine you've been in touch with Mark Probst at least a few times. Absolutely. You know, Mark and I go back a long time. You know, I worked for Mark for nine years here at Intermountain. Mm -hmm. Much of that is a direct report, and he's, you know, a great mentor, a great leader, a a great friend. We did collaborate quite a bit while I was at Banner, and he was here, and and continued to to keep in touch while it helped Catalyst. And, and, you know, he's going to be missed, and Mark obviously leaves some pretty big shoes to fill, you know, both within Intermountain as well as on kind of the national HIT stage. And I just hope to be able to continue a lot of the great work that Mark's already led and helped oversee while just trying to bring my own perspective to some of the challenges and opportunities that that lie ahead. But yeah, I I look forward to keeping in touch with Mark, you know, as as we move forward. Okay. So one more more thing I wanted to ask was, um, as we've seen during the pandemic, at least from my perspective, there's been kind of an increased awareness of the value that IT teams can provide. And I just wanted to kind of get your thoughts on that and and whether that can kind of continue just, you know, not seeing them as being uh, kind of locked in the basement, but really providing that uh, important value. Yeah, I'll tell you what, in my 26-year career, I don't think I've ever seen a period, a short period of time at that where IT and the IT organization has had such a huge and positive influence mm. on organizations on our industry than we've seen you know, in the last four or five months. Yeah. I have seen new levels of partnership and collaboration between IT leaders, their teams, and frontline clinicians and clinician leaders and supply chain leaders and HR leaders and so on and so forth. Again, you just think of this rapid transformation we've seen in our industry that historically has been relatively conservative around allowing people to work from home Mm -hmm. to all of a sudden just a huge swing of of people out of necessity working from home. Yeah. So those have required big partnerships between technology leaders and HR and operational leaders. You look at all of the technology and supporting telehealth and virtual visits that are supporting frontline caregivers to be able to do their work from wherever they need to be able to do that, oftentimes from home these days as as well. You look at the relationships to leverage data and analytics to support supply chain operations and finance and, and other areas that are trying to forecast supply levels and all the automation and everything else that's needing to happen to, to support what's going on. And, and again, it's just amazing. And so to answer your question, Kate, what it's going to mean is continued partnership up and down the line of clinical and business leaders, all the way down to frontline team members and caregivers to help make sure that we're doing all we can from an IT perspective to support this incredibly important mission and job that they're out there to do. And they're in such a trying environment right now, you know, that anything that we can do to help propel what they're able to do service-wise, you know, for our patients and, and for other community members, that's what it, it feels like it's all about right now, you know, for the foreseeable future. So, again, I'm just incredibly optimistic mm. for the role that the IT organization plays 
here right now, currently, and as well into the future. I'm, I'm just really excited. Thank you for listening to this podcast from healthsystemcio.com. To hear other podcasts, visit our website or subscribe to our account in iTunes at healthsystemcio.com backslash podcast.